Well, good day and welcome to the Tech Chit Chat Show. My name is Ken. You can find me on Northern Viking Everyday and Northern Viking Explorer on YouTube. I am here with my good old co-host, Stephen, Stephen Loney and 8 Warrior on Twitter, eight, Stephen Loney on YouTube. I got that. I, I'm, I'm just a little thrown off that you called me old. But you okay, know. well, not old friend. <laughs> like, not like, like we've been friends and relatives for a long time. That's true. You're not old. Well, you're older. You're older than me. So if I'm old, you're really old. So that's true. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, at least I didn't say tech chit chat show wrong because that's what, the one I'm waiting for. So yeah, let's not do that. Yeah. yeah. Say that <laughs> ten times in a row. <laughs> no, thank you. How are you today? I am well. Yeah. Good. It's a good morning to hang out and talk. Talk chat, talk talk chat. Talk oh, tech. that was close. That was close. <laughs> talk tech chit chat. Okay, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I'm going to get away from it. We're it's a good morning talk, to talk. Talk chit chat about tech. <laughs> coffee. Cheers. Get cheers. Good morning. Join us. Good yes. morning. Good morning. Hope you're all there. I don't know, Cody, Yoshi, if you're out there, leave cheers. us a comment. And anyone else? Um, if you are out there watching, leave a comment of where you're from. We always like to know where people are from. Mm. And yeah, you have a good weekend down in the rainy coast. In hey, Cody. Welcome. Hello, Thanks Cody. Yes, Cody. Um, we're going to be talking about a little project that you and Cody have been working on or have completed a little That's bit right. later in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, your weekend was good, though? Yeah. Good weekend. Um, good. Again, I, I struggled to remember what I did on the weekend, but it was good. I think it was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been good. So, good. Yeah, we still have like... still have construction going on here. So, if anybody comes into this room and out mysteriously again, there could be just construction workers. I don't expect that to happen, but there might be some mysterious noises and things today. <laughs> well, I, I do want to say sorry to everyone last week. Um, about maybe five minutes before we were supposed to stream, I see an electrician walk behind Stephen, and then. Like 10 seconds later, he just freezes. <laughs> he so. went into this utility room next to me and made some clicking noises. And then my internet was gone. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. So. laughs> and then uh, and then the next day, we were going to stream. And there was still more going on. Hey, Yoshi, welcome. Thanks for joining yes, us. Yes, we're back. We are back. Well, it's funny. You sent me an article, another article about a beaver chewing. Uh... Oh, I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can find that before we finish today but uh yeah it wasn't beavers like you know is known to happen in canada chewing your <laughs> internet lines yeah i gotta well let me just pull this up right now sure let's talk beavers oops hold on let me uh i had it here <laughs> <laughs> sorry for uh all of you who are watching me struggle with all of this because i just lost my thing no pressure no pressure. Here we are. Oh, I lost you too. No, that's the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you go? It was going so well. <laughs> it was going so well. Like, can you actually see me at the moment? Yeah, I can see you. Well, where are you? <laughs> this is bad. This is bad. It's because of the beavers. You see what happens? <laughs> okay, I'm... I'm glad you can see me, but I've lost all the controls to our stream. So. <laughs> no way. Oh, oh, yes, this is awesome. 
<laughs> this is super awesome. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to, you just keep talking there and we'll, sure. why don't we talk about the beavers and <laughs> while I try and figure this out. Yeah. Well, today, before we get to that today, the uh, agenda for today is we are going to be discussing first Sega more recently announcing out there mega drive mini two apparently there was a first mega drive mini there kind is. of kind of missed that information but they have a second one coming out with even more games we're going to discuss that and to uh yeah and All then right. we're also are you back yeah i'm back i'm back i'm back <laughs> and then we will also be discussing akalabeth akalabeth and like yeah. these older like ultima series games and stuff it's kind of this um a bit of a kerfuffle going on about potential forgeries and things and that kind of thing. We're going to talk about that this morning as well. This, are the beavers there? The beavers are here now. I, I lost, I couldn't find any of the controls for the beavers or for StreamYard, which is what we stream in. They all just disappeared. And apparently the beavers ate them. When yeah. I opened up the article, they somehow hid. Um, so anyway, the beavers, we weren't going to talk <laughs> about this, but one of our shows about a year ago, we talked about beavers eating the internet um in northern bc and it happened again so beavers are blamed for a massive internet outage in northern bc so um it happens crazy canadian beavers are eating up all our internet here you know you can't you can't blame like foreign like entities like tampering with your internet i mean unless they're training beavers to like eat you know power lines yeah. planted beavers i usually blame it on the neighbors for crypto mining but i'm gonna start naming naming it I'm blaming it on the beaver. So, <laughs> if you live in northern BC, northern Canada, it seems like it was a legitimate issue. You know what? Speaking of beavers, okay, I was down at the lake on uh, Sunday. We were having a little fire and roasting some hot dogs and stuff. Mm -hmm. And this massive beaver, like seriously this big, swims by. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the big beaver story? Like, I'm not joking. And it was like, went down and it was like cutting down trees and dragging them back towards us. I was like, wow. Maybe that was the beaver that cut the internet out. Probably. Well, if they're that big and they're like, they, I guess they can do damage. It was a big beaver. So <laughs> Canada life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So now that I'm like, my frazzle is going away from this whole like stream thing disappearing. Um, I believe you already talked about what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh. Okay, perfect. One of us is, you know, doing our job. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what happens when your controls all disappear. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> really, we kind of know what we're doing. <laughs> awesome. Well, that was seven minutes of your life you'll never get back. Let's dive into this. <laughs> yes. What's the first article, Ken? The first article. We are going to be talking about the new Sega... Mega Drive Mini 2. And like you said, as I take a sip of my coffee, we forgot that the original one had existed. So um, Yeah, it it it, it existed. <laughs> we even get them in Canada. Maybe they were like only I, I know I've seen them. Um so I just didn't have one. <laughs> right. Um so the Sega Mega Drive Mini was announced in Japan. Um, it's supposed to be launching October 27th at 9980 I believe that's yen or roughly yeah. $96.05 Canadian. Um, I would put that at around 
70 US Let's call it 75, 80, maybe US. Yeah. Um, but those numbers haven't actually been disclosed what the international numbers will be and when sales will begin. Right. Um, so the original Mega Drive Mini had 42 games. This one's going to have 50 games. Yeah. And this one's going to be including uh, like this Sega CD games in it, apparently. So not just Sega Genesis. So mm -hmm. that's kind of a neat thing. Because I, I know for me, like the Sega CD area of for Sega is kind of mysterious to me, especially yeah. I, feel like, I feel like in Canada, again, I feel like in the 90s, we didn't have as much Sega CD kind of stuff going on here. It was all like Nintendo um, and some Sega Genesis and things like that. But so yeah. I'm kind of curious about the Sega CD stuff that that has my interest. Yeah. Sonic CD. I, I don't think I've ever tried that. Um, virtual and person. <laughs> I see this game Bonanza Brothers or Bros. Do you think it's Bros or Brothers like Mario <laughs> or Mario? Uh, I don't know. I don't Bonanza know. Bros. I, think I don't I played know. it though. <laughs> well, it sounds appealing to me. I don't know why. <laughs> if I'm correct, if, if I'm correct, I think it's the one where you're like criminals and you're like a split screen and you're doing like crimes and like this plot. It's yeah, I could be wrong. That could be the wrong game. I think I like it because um, I haven't played it, but I used to love a restaurant called Bonanza when I was a kid. So did you oh, ever go to right. Bonanza? No. I didn't. You never went to Bonanza? No, I did not. It was like a salad bar, and then you got your like little kid's meal. So I'm an adult. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best restaurant ever. And uh, yeah. Okay. If you're watching this, give a thumbs up if you've been to Bonanza. <laughs> place. CD game, suspicious. <laughs> well... Well, Yoshi was saying, Yoshi mentioned uh, that never, his previous comment, he loaded up his previous comment. Oh, okay. previous comment. This one? Yes. That never had anyone around talk about the first one. So it's not just us. I guess it kind okay. of went under the radar. But. Yeah. It did not get a lot of hype, that's for sure. No. That's sure. No. And what do you have next to you? What do you what do you have? Oh, okay. Well, let me blow, let me blow myself up here. <laughs> I had to go rob these from my son's room. So this is what we knew about out here was yes. So that's the classic Nin Super Nintendo one, and yeah. that had Super Mario World, Donkey Kong Country, F Zero, Mario Kart, Zelda, The Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, and then the NES classic. Right. And so how many games those have on this? Does it say 20? Uh, 30 on that one. Yeah. And 30 on the NES. This one doesn't say. But a lot. Looks yeah. like about 20 or so on the back there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, those are kind of more what I heard about and what were more popular. These were sold out. I know my son was in, after they were sold out, my son was in the um, pharmacy with my wife and they happen to have one there. So they bought it at the pharmacy, not where you would typically buy right. um, your video games from. And I was in Japan at the time when they were selling the Super Famicom or the Famicom, I can't remember, classic. And they were out of, out of stock. So I returned home with no no Japanese version, which was... That's, yeah. too, that's too bad. Yeah, but it's okay. It's fine. You would have appreciated that version, I know. It would, it would have been a neat thing to bring back from Japan. It would have been really cool.
Mm -hmm. It's okay. It's okay. So um, in that Sega announcement, um, there was some asking about the Dreamcast and the Saturn mini consoles as well. Yeah. And sorry, you are out of luck if you want those. The interesting thing in this article, um, they talk about the potential cost to make, was it the Dreamcast? Um, yeah, they're saying that it would have been to make the Dreamcast to be more pricey because they would actually need more specialized chips, I think, to actually make it. Yeah, they were saying it would be like the cost of a modern day console. So yeah, um, it's not worth it. Yeah, because with 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 the uh, Sega Genesis and Sega CD stuff, you can more emulate it and use more okay. like general kind of ARM based chips and stuff. But this guy, you would need to be probably more specialized. Um, yeah, although I feel like they could still do it. I feel like they still could because the PS One mm. Classic. But, but the Dreamcast is more powerful than the PS1 Classic. And it depends. But it, I think it's a fair thing to say that it wouldn't just be as easy to, to do the Dreamcast stuff. Um, and yeah. they were saying, especially because it's been there's been a, a chip shortage in general for silicon technology and stuff like that, CPUs mm -hmm. and that. It just wouldn't now, do, be you a have, time. do you have a Dreamcast? I feel like you'd have a Dreamcast. I can't remember. Uh, or did you have one? I have one in my house right now. Is it? I might actually have it down here. Um, but it actually belongs to Cody, who's watching. It's actually oh. his. I'm actually it, when he, as soon as he visits me next time, it's going with him. So oh, okay. So Cody is the Dreamcast owner. He is technically yes. So I think I had bought it years ago, and then I sold it to him, and then I got it back again. And then yeah. So I have one here, but uh, <laughs> I'll trade you this Dreamcast for your whatever. <laughs> a Dream Dreamcast controllers for a mini would be that would. Okay. So the, with the Dreamcast controller, there's a, there's an issue with it. They put the power, they put the cable on the bottom of the controller. Not I see that. I don't feel like I've bottom. ever played one, but I and see that coming out the bottom there. It, it's it's not better in my opinion than like. So I'm not a big fan of it. It's not a bad controller, but um, it's yeah. kind of like when you use like an Xbox controller or. And then you've got your your jacks here on the bottom. Yeah, but it's just but, it just feels like like if you have your headphones connected, it just feels weird. I always feel like I'm mm -hmm. flicking that wire with my hand. Right. Um, so, yeah. and that was kind of the feel with the dream, with the Dreamcast controller. Even like 20 years ago, it was like it's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. um, not the end of the world, but but yeah, this this uh, I'm looking forward to for the. Um, for the uh, Mega Drive Mini 2. I look forward to the, the virtual racing is cool. You got like this 3D virtual racing port, which is cool. And um, I think I was going to mention is they even mentioned it has like Fantasy Zone, this game called Fantasy Zone, which was never released on the console. But I've played, like if you've bought the, um, I've bought the classics, uh, Sega classics, I think for the PSP, the PS3, and also on Steam. And I think I've had Fantasy Zone on, on one of those uh, collections. Did they have it on the PS2 as well? The, 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 I think you might be right. Um, I may have had it on that too. So yeah. I've already bought the Sega collections a number of times. So I already have possibly quite a bunch of these games. Yeah. But I don't, know, I don't know about the Sega CD versions though. That's the part that I find interesting. It's kind of like the number of Legend of Zeldas I own, the original one. I could play it on so many different methods 
And, and now I want and now I want that new little handheld one that looks like the Game & Watch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have Beat Zelda, right? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. That you don't I beat it when I was like, before you were born. All right, fine. I don't think <laughs> that's true, but okay. Around the time you were born. Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> I, that's like that's one of my like go-to's is the original Legend Zelda. of Zelda. Yeah. Yeah, I love that game. So all right. Well, the Sega Mega Drive Mini. I, I still feel flustered in this episode somehow. It's super that's yeah, okay. With like losing everything. <laughs> Next I'm gonna spill my coffee and all right, we'll keep going on here on to something that's even more complicated. Because mm -hmm, we're ready for that. <laughs> Take it away, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> so we were already even debating on how to pronounce this name because I was even discussing with uh, Cody first brought this article to uh, my attention. Cody, if you're watching, yeah. hello. And we were, we, were, we were even debating the name. Is, is it Akalabeth or Akalabeth? Because I, I thought it was Alakabeth. Anyways. Let me try Okay. This is how I would say it. Akalabeth. Sounds but good. But I have to say it fast for it to sound how I would think you. Akalabeth. Akalabeth. Anyway. That's how, that's how I would say it. What Akalabeth is... What is it, Ken? Are you, can you explain it? Well... <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, so, I'll do it. I, I can try my best, but you go sure. first. And no, then I'll no, like, go, go in the blanks. <laughs> so there's this Facebook group. And uh, so this is a game that was released in 79 or 80 by Richard Garrett. Garriott. And Garriott. There we go. I'm already we're getting there. <laughs> and um, there's a Facebook group for retro gamers. And there appears to be a whole bunch of for forgeries sold. And this game is worth a lot of money. Right. Yeah. That's the, the basis of it. Right. So Akalabeth was like at the start of like PC RPGs. So in 79, this was like the beginning. Was it the, the first like RPG? Yeah, it may, I, I feel like there's going to be some other, someone's going to be like, technically, you know, there might be a technicality yeah. out there, but this is probably the first, maybe at least the first really well-known like big game kind of RPG. And it, it mm -hmm. set the, I think it possibly set the standard for a lot of stuff going forward. Um, where other games even took ideas from, from, the, from uh, Richard Garriott's game here. Mm -hmm. And this would this would ultimately turn ultimately turn into the Ultima series, um, no pun intended. But uh, yeah, so this this is like and so the thing with these forgeries, yeah. So th there's been it's speculated now. There's a bunch of for possibly quite a few forgeries going around from this era. And what makes it challenging is that since this was at the very beginning of PC gaming in general, basically. The packaging wasn't what it is today. Like, well, when, when you look at this disc, it's like, I mean, other than I can draw that, but it's like, you're, <laughs> <laughs> like it's something that you would like make at home. But and that's because <laughs> it probably was made at home. Yeah, you would have guys printing. You would get a printer and the label. They would do the stuff at home. That was basically the start of it. And they would put them in literally like see-through plastic baggies. And zip them up 
and sell well, them. Well, it's like you would, and even the disc, it has like the lines. It's like you went to Kmart and bought your discs and then. Um, Isn't it great? Put your stickers on there. I do want you to take note of that little punch on the side. We're going to talk about that in yes. a minute. I don't know and if you you, can... you taught me something new today that I didn't know. Yeah, about. I taught you something new. We'll, we'll touch on that in a minute. It's because but... you're old. <laughs> hey, it was around the time you were born. Sorry, you didn't have a hole puncher yet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but this is... This, yeah... This this was the time because this release for you noted for the, on the Apple II, I believe it was. Yeah, on the other article, we'll look at that in a minute. Um, one thing I wanted to note: so Richard Garriott, is that how you say it? Garriott. Yeah. Um, so in 2013, he had a Kickstarter for the Shroud of Ad Avatar, and if you donated ten thousand dollars to that, you were given a copy of this game, and there was twenty copies. And nine were sold through that. Right. So, um, but the value of these games, like in here, it was talking about, it's hard to to say. It says the value could be $500 to infinity. Like they're, they're expensive games. Yeah. Um, and they're saying it could be over, over $100,000 worth of fraud going on here. So, yeah. So there, there was... There was, um, uh, um, and we're not we're not gonna say he's guilty. Like this is this is allegations at the moment, and this could, um, but there was a, a guy who was a part of the community and moderating and, and selling some of these things. And mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, Enrico, um, I forget his last name, but he he's kind of in the middle of this, and so, and there's kind of an investigation going on, and so mm -hmm. what's not known is if he was knowingly selling these things as forgeries or making them, but there's possibility that he's got caught up in the middle of it and actually ha he may have purchased forgeries himself and be part of reselling forgeries. And so yeah. it's kind yeah. of tricky. It's like, you, we don't want to be quick to be like saying that he was doing intentionally. Mm -hmm. There's still the chance that he was. Yeah, he could be, himself. he could have been. Yeah, exactly. Um, frauded himself. So um, they're saying this article, the second one um, that, there's rumors that the FBI might may be involved as well now. Right. Um, because looking into it. Yeah, because they're there this would be criminal. <laughs> this, this is yeah. Yeah. So very interesting. Sorry uh, if there's banging going on in the background. Uh that some construction started up above me really loud. So I'll That's okay. Through. I'm sure my garbage men will be here shortly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so even, uh, Richard Garriott was looking at these pictures and saying, yes, without looking at them closer, he thinks that they're potentially, um, frauds, but like without seeing well, them closer, he, it's hard to say even. Yeah. He mentioned there that, uh, some of them look legit, some look real and some don't. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he's going to be the one that knows the best because he's the one that created the whole series. Um, yeah. So people have been reaching out to him and I think trying to see if he can spot, you know, like he's giving input on this. Um, but he, yeah, he's saying some, some, some look there legit, but some don't. Um, and it's so hard to, to tell. So, yeah, I love how, when I look at this photo, I love how the disc is in a verbatim case. And like this one doesn't have the lines on it. Yeah. So it's probably like, oh, I went to Kmart and bought like different discs the next time. Yeah. Well, that's the trouble is, 
from week to week, it could have been different. That's how early it was. And yeah. to know it was legit, how would you even validate that? And then even like the instruction booklet has staples in it on the side. Like it's beautiful. Like how we would do in like a grade six project. It's amazing. It, yeah, but today we don't even have instruction booklets. So no, that's true. Who's more advanced? That's true. <laughs> yeah, so it says for Apple II and Apple Soft ROM. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I know you were wanting to talk about briefly about um as well during this time was shareware games. Shareware. Um well first off, you you were gonna bring up a whole punch. Oh yeah, I was. So teach me. I'll teach you. Well <laughs> <laughs> so I asked Steven if he knew about um hole punching discs. And he's like, what are you talking about? And yeah. so on the desk here, you can see there's a little like cutout. I don't know if you can see that very well. Notch. A little notch here on the yeah, side. I can see that. So I remember um, when I had a Commodore 64 back in the day, some of them had like a rounded notch on them. And what people would do back in the day was you would take a disc that was, you could only write on the floppy, some of the floppy disks once, but if you took a hole punch, you could actually clip it and then you could actually add more um, data on the backside of the single sided disks and stuff. It was, I think that's how it was. Um, so a lot of them would have like a hole punch, like a circular cutout. It was clearly cut with a hole punch. And uh, yeah. So, but thing was it real or was it just like, it's doubling the data? Downloading more RAM. <laughs> Is that the modern, like the older version of that? Well, so like you think about like a little micro SD card, like this is an SD card, but there's a switch on the side. Yeah. Makes it writable and not writable. Yeah. Um, or sorry, that's a SD card, not the micro SD cards inside there, but there's a switch. Um, right. Even like on a VHS tape, there was that little plastic piece you could break off. Um, that would stop it from being writable. So right. it is a thing. <laughs> so this, this was the old version of uh, that. Just take a yeah. punch and be like. Yeah. Yoshi, do you know about this? I see you wondering. <laughs> <laughs> probably, it probably sounds like, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I feel like you got this out of the Jolly Roger cookbook or something back in the day. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't think that even existed yet. <laughs> the schoolyard, the schoolyard rumors of did you take a hole the punch to your ride. disc? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you try it. <laughs> so is this is this Yoshi calling us the alien tech team? No, oh, I read alien that tech to me. <laughs> I got I thought you called us the alien tech team. Like <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I should uh I was gonna say I should put my glasses on, but I'm wearing them, so so, no yeah. excuses. so that's the Aklabeth, we'll say it fast, Aklabeth forgeries yeah. scandal. Um, we'll see if anything comes of it. And if and this could involve potentially be even bigger than this community. There could be a, mm -hmm. a bigger, yeah. So this is something maybe people need to be aware of if you're buying and selling products. Um, if you're buying and selling, uh, if you're buying used, even like uh, NES, Super Nintendo games, you can also have bootlegged ROMs inside these cartridges. You can have like you can get like the NES game, but it can be a forgery. Mm -hmm. It's actually not real. It's real. Mm -hmm. It's a ROM inside, but it's not the legitimate original copy. Well, I bought um, 
Super or no Game Boy Advance games at a garage sale once, and I'm sure one of them was not real. Like it was just yeah. like, yeah, a knockoff. And... and that's the thing is, and I was looking at one article earlier, and they were saying how to spot things, and you can look at the label and see that it's too dark or too this, and you can just see that the wrong screws are used on the on the um, cartridges, and um, mm -hmm. so the, so you'll be able to play the game, but it's not legit. It's bootleg. Yeah. Um, I will note with this Akalabeth thing, uh, one of the ways they found out that something was a forgery was the guy checked the disc and it was actually empty. There was nothing on the on the disc. So, so he, wasn't, he wasn't playing it. <laughs> no, no, they actually then they hadn't checked it. Yeah, um, but it's pretty clear to see that something's fake. I think if the disc doesn't have anything on it, yeah, it's kind of like, hmm, yeah. So. So, no, you had mentioned you wanted to ch chat about shareware games and DOS games. Yeah, I don't remember why, but yeah, I guess so. Well, it's part of our, <laughs> it's part of our question of the day, so I think... Oh, that, no! Oh, no. <laughs> we probably should chat about it. Well, shareware games... Yeah, so this would have been... <laughs> well, shareware games would have came later, so Akala Beth and all that was like 79, 80s. Commodore came out like 82. But like, yeah. I think it was the late, late 80s, early 90s. You, do you remember shareware? Well, you asked me about this, and I couldn't remember which ones were shareware, but you reminded me that some of my favorites were... Actually, one of my favorites was shareware, Commander Keen. Yeah, Commander Keen was shareware. And I did play a little bit of... Was it Wolfenstein? Yeah, Wolfenstein 3D. Yeah, yeah. so I did play both of those. Um, but other than that, I can't remember which ones would have been like shareware and which ones were not. Yeah, yeah. And that was the I model... Did, yeah. I did enjoy Commander Keen. That was a fun one. I, I, yeah, me too. I remember going to the store as a kid and like the dollar store and they had like this selection of like discs of shareware discs and you could like buy it for like a dollar. And it was <laughs> like a demo to the game because basically anybody could distribute shareware uh, okay. and make money off it. You were, and it, it would promote, it was promoting the original creator to then you would then mail in and uh, pay for the full game. But yeah. I just played the, the shareware versions of them. I never actually, yeah. I don't know if I ever, ever bought any shareware full version no i didn't buy them i just had like i don't know where they came from they were on a floppy disk with a hole punched yeah. on this with a hole punch <laughs> yeah yeah I don't so. <laughs> did you ever have a five and a is that five and a quarter or five and a half i can't remember the size in stride or discs drive um for anything? i don't know i know i had the three and a half but i don't other than school it may have just been at school that we had the five and a quarter I had it on my Commodore 64 and I had an external one for my two, 286. Okay. I could use one. I need one for my Commodore. I need a disk system for okay. that. So like I the main IBM part of my 286 had like the three and a half or whatever. And then I had an external five and a quarter. Right. <laughs> oh man. Those are such cool sounds. Yeah. I miss that. Yeah. Yeah. And then the modem noises. The good old yeah. days. <laughs> Yoshi said, honestly, all the shareware went online that I have ever remembered. Can you, here's a question for you. I haven't actually looked. Is there a, like, is there a way to play Wolfenstein, the original one right now? Yeah, you can still actually, I think, download the shareware. Okay. Um, and then you can purchase it. I think Steam might have it so you can purchase all of it. I think they have collections now. Um, like you can get the Commander Keen collection on Steam. 
Oh, okay. Like I have that I have that on Steam, so I can play the episodes that I couldn't play as a kid. Cool. So yeah, they're available on there, I think. Um, but uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, that kind of leads into the next thing. I just want to bring up this comment. No, not that one. Sorry, <laughs> this one. Um, <laughs> yeah, Yoshi <laughs> knows what's up. <laughs> have you played Midas Advent? Is that how you say it? Midas. Yeah, Midas Adventure. Yeah. Midas Adventure. I want to say Midas, like the like place that fixes your car, but there's an apostrophe there. So Midas Adventure. Yeah. yeah. A legit MS DOS game. Hmm. Have you heard of this game, Stephen? Yes, I made it. <laughs> shameless plug. Congratulations to you and Cody. I'm making a shameless plug. Team. You, Cody, and the rest of your team. You can go purchase this on Steam. <laughs> right now just just for the record ken was the one pushing me to talk about it so how dare you like yeah well um, i've been paid for it you yeah you've been paid for it <laughs> i didn't i didn't pay you for it no you didn't pay me to buy it i actually bought it yeah <laughs> and then you said it's hard <laughs> it is hard <laughs> but that that's hard. like hard in a good way that's that's kind of the part for the course for that. Uh, so this is not Yoshi. Yeah, it's not legitimately an MS DOS game, but it was it was meant to like have the feel of uh, a game from the late '80s, early '90s. Um, what it could have felt like if it was it's it's a 3D ish kind of game, but yeah, we were just kind of um, Cody worked with me on it. Cody, who often uh, listens into the show, and uh, yeah, we we released this on last. Monday. It was a little over or this week Monday. Ago. Wait, what week is it? Yeah. Well, I bought it a week ago. Yeah. I think. Oh yeah, like last, 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 last Monday. Monday. Last Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So we released on on Steam last Monday, and it's kind of our first project on Steam. And yes, yeah, so we did a classic style project, and it's hard. It's kind of a puzzle adventure game, and. Well, so. I I think I said to you, I feel like I'm see. I like games. <laughs> It's kind of weird. Like on my phone, I like games like Where's My Water and those kind of puzzle games. And this feels like I'm playing that sort of a game, but on like a NES, like original Nintendo or or something like that. And it's 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 definitely a fun game. Like it'll challenge your mind for sure. Yeah. Well, this so this the influences to this game was uh, for MS DOS was a game called Piganitsu, which a lot okay. of people may not know, but that was from the um, actually I think created by. It might have been uh, John Romero might have worked on that one. I think it was John Romero. So okay. that was one game that this was heavily like even the first level is very influenced by that game. It's kind of a, a kind of a nod to that mm -hmm. game. Um, but also, if you played the NES, uh, the NES, uh, there's a game called Adventures of Lolo that other people okay. have played. And so there's kind of this mixture of of um, NES, MS DOS put into this and. So, but for a modern, for honestly, for a young player coming into this who's used to modern conventions, they might be like, "What is this?" <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's like it'd be too hard. And um, but for those who are used, to, who remember those days, this is more for them. So, oh, sorry, Cody corrected me. Keith Schuler, thank you, Cody. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I maybe it was John. It might have been the company, same company that was like publishing it to the shareware or something. But uh, okay, thanks, Cody. Good correction on that one. So Keith Schuler created Paganitsu back in the day. So yeah, so Yoshi also said the game reminded uh, of uh, a Lulu. I think you mean Lolo, Adventures of Lolo. I think that's what you mean. 
Um, yeah, this is just a Dark Souls puzzle. <laughs> Either that, or he's going to he wears Lululemon. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a Lululemon game. No, thank you. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 sir. <laughs> you sit there in your stretchy pants playing the game. Well, no, you can you. do that if you want. You can. Not advised. This sort of a game is more comfortable in stretchy pants. So. <laughs> I don't, don't tell me that. <laughs> don't. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, yeah. So, congratulations, you guys, on that. Is there more you want to? I know we've kind of got it going here on the screen, the, the Steam thing. So, that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. Here. You can click on the video if you just want to show the, the, first, the first one. First, uh, uh, down. The first one. There we go. Yeah. Just, yeah. So, that's kind of what it looks like. You collect floppy disks and access doors and things like that. And yeah. Those like these, those things. That one was, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's what makes me mad. <laughs> yeah. So it was, yeah. yeah, it was a nice project to finish up and to get out there. And uh, yeah, I should have watched this. If I actually watched this video, I would have been a lot quicker at it. It's giving me some. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't have your uh, Nintendo Power magazine to give you inside tips, so we're gonna have no. to make your own. Yeah. When yeah. I start when I start calling you at midnight, it's like, okay, I'm stuck. What do I do? <laughs> yeah, I give you I'll give you like a phone line, then you, I can charge you by the minute <laughs> to call me. So, well, what's that thing where you can um, cam? Is it cameo where you can pay for like a celebrity to um, give you like a birthday wish or whatever? That's weird. Like, I think that's what it's called. If anyone knows. Um, we could put you on there and you could help people like um, with all their levels. Oh, is there any Easter eggs? Um, technically, there's one, but I can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually don't know where it is because Cody put it in. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is, it is Cameo. So, you, do you know what you don't know what Cameo is? Like, I don't want to call them washed up actors, but maybe not like, I don't know that Will Smith is on there. Um, but like actors, fringe actors who were actors on big shows before or celebrities who want to make a few extra bucks, you can pay them like a hundred bucks and they'll sing your friend a birthday message or something like that. Well, but you of... could go on there and be like, if you want a hint for Mida's adventure, you could pay me 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Yeah. And I'll tell you how to beat level one. Yeah. Next level, you know, gets pricier. Um, did you, have you ever gone to like a, a celebrity meet and greet kind of thing? Like those a celebrity stuff? meet and greet. Like, like, like a pan, like you can go and you can like pay some money to like talk to them for like three minutes. No, I haven't. Um, like I, I'm trying to think I haven't, hmm. I've been, I've been the one. Who was that for? Uh, it was there was um, a couple actors from Star Trek. Uh, the guy who played Worf, as well as uh, Deanna. But but I met Kevin. So then there was like Kevin Sorbo, who was Hercules in the Avengers of Hercules back in the nineties. Was this at Comic Con? <laughs> it was it was similar. It was similar, similar. to a Comic Con. Yeah. Okay. Um, it wasn't that, but it was similar. And so I met Kevin Sorbo, and okay, it was kind of cool. And yeah. but there, there was also the guy, um, uh, they've since uh, passed away, but the guys who played Batman and Robin back in the original series. Were oh, okay. Yeah. So anyways, so you remind me of that. 
I know all the celebrities I've met have been free. <laughs> yeah, you, you tripped over. Uh, uh, well, I was at Chapters and I met Will Smith there. Yes. And then Jada Pinkett was reading a magazine. I basically like tripped over her <laughs> sitting on the floor. And then um, who else have I met? I met Dolph Lundgren, the oh, He Man, yeah. or uh, in Rocky Four, he was right. the russian fighter right and yeah i don't know if i've met anyone else i've seen other people i've seen carlton from fresh prince of bel-air i'm that was at the vancouver indie oh you did like car race yeah there's a whole bunch of celebrities because they had a celebrity car race there and so they were like um walking around so i saw a whole bunch of them nice so you got the free celebrity visits and sites and yeah i paid money you paid money to visit a celebrity. So, yeah. I, I paid, I, yeah, it was good. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Well, that's Midas adventure. If you haven't checked it out already, go buy it on steam and please don't be angry. If, if it's hard, please don't be angry. Just call no, they're going to, they're going to pay you money on cameo to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to help you solve it. So yeah. fun little game support Steven and Cody and their team on that. It was, uh, it's only $5.69 Canadian. So, yeah. Awesome. So, our question of the day <laughs> this is why why I had to ask oh, you about yeah. shareware, shareware games. <laughs> Did you play shareware DOS games? Well, for us, it was I, yes. 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 So, uh, you can uh, leave those in the comments section below if you have. And which yeah, ones and, you played? Because yeah, which I can ones? only remember two. Well, one that comes to my mind is shareware has a special place of it didn't have the quality control of Nintendo games or Sega. No. So I remember playing this game where you were like an elf. It was a platformer game where you're an elf and it wasn't very good, but I played it more than I maybe should have. So there's this memory of this game that wasn't very good, but I liked it. And to this day, it's like this, this place, in my memory, that's kind of weird. Um, so there's these, yeah. it's this area that let us know which games you played especially ones that you think no one else ever played before. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. So, and I, then, I, and then maybe you could include the list in the new recall soft power magazine. <laughs> recall soft power. <laughs> I don't like that name. Just so soft you know, power. the soft, uh, Midas adventure there, the software, like their company's called, um, recall software. So, yeah. Um, you're going to be the next Nintendo power for all of you who are wondering what this is referring to you know what people are into like retro stuff what if we bring back like a retro line you got to call our hard line number 1-800 go retro.com and wait i just mixed the phone number of the website anyway did you play freddy fish i have never heard of that it sounds familiar it sounds familiar is that the Oregon one Oregon trail <laughs> yeah okay Oregon trail is a good one but that um, wasn't shareware though i think so, no, I don't think it was either. So do you remember going to the library as a kid and you could get like these, um, it was like the kids magazine and in there it would have like code that you could code into your like Commodore, I think. Um, so I only started getting into that more recently. I okay. missed that. I missed that era. Um, and I since have got a Commodore and I can now download stuff online, these programs, I can print them out. But I actually, I actually have... Hold on a second. Uno momento. 
because when I bought my Commodore, the guy was like, hey, I think you'll appreciate this. So I since got gave me stuff that, like were basic computer games and you would like do that kind of thing, right? That's the program. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. So it was like yeah. you could go to the library. Yeah. And it was like a kid's magazine and every month there was like yeah. code in there that you could copy. Can we just like appreciate like 1980s like like covers for like programming? I just like this. That's pretty cool. It's aesthetically pleasing to me. Better basic beginner's guide to writing programs. Anyways, I just like that era of a four by three screen on there. It's it's nice. I like that era of design and anyway, we could we could go on. Do you play share <laughs> games? Um yeah. Yeah, so guys, let us know the ones you played. Uh, Yoshi, you mentioned Freddy Fish. That seems familiar. It seems like Cody knows of it. <laughs> that is so cool. So, but yeah, do let us know. And uh, maybe maybe we can have an episode sometime of just going over various shaver games and just like, just a weird, this weird ecosystem that once existed. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to dig into that a little bit further because like, I just can't remember which ones mostly were and which ones weren't. So it might bring oh. back some interesting memories. Putt putt and by I, I know a putt putt. Putt putt is one that I didn't play. Was that mini, was that mini golf? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you play as a you are a car, a, a cartoonish car that goes around solving like point and click adventure stuff. Okay. And you have like tasks and you gotta like do stuff. Kind of like King's, kind of like King's Quest for kids, and you're a purple car. Oh, interesting! It's cute. It's well done. Interesting. I kind, so. I kind of want to get the Putt Putt series on Steam and play through them. There's a part of me that wants to do it as an adult and uh, like legitimately. <laughs> so, well, you should do that and tell us about it. <laughs> <laughs> after after so. we go to Bonanza's. Yeah, Bonanza. So. Bonanza. Well, are you done your coffee there? I am done. Well, that should wrap things up then, I guess. I didn't know that was the. Uh, I didn't know that was the. <laughs> That's the cue. Definition. When we're out of when we're out of coffee, we're done. We're done. I don't really have anything else to talk about, so. Um, <laughs> well, I think that's going to wind it down for today, unless anybody else has anything to say. What's this thing? Ooh, they had a huge sale for the whole collection. So you're all you're go you're golden then, Stephen. You can go pick it up on sale. He said they had. I may have missed oh, it. Oh, I'm Steam, sure it'll come back. The Steam Summer Sale's coming up, so putt putt. Maybe, maybe it'll be. Maybe I should stream. <laughs> I think they're making a new goat simulator. I know that's not old, but I saw that. I was like, really? Goat simulator? Really? Are you gonna Google that? No, I'm. I'm trying. I'm gonna see if putt putt's on sale right now on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> In the middle of our show. Well, if that's the case, I'm going to wind this down. Um, <laughs> we appreciate you all joining us today. It was a fun episode of the Tech Chit Chat Show. We are live on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and you can watch us now on Spotify. We figured that out. So you can go to Spotify. You can watch our videos there. Listen to us on your podcasting platforms. Make sure to like and subscribe as we are going to... Get to 100 subscribers sooner or later. And what happens at 100 subscribers, Stephen? 
At 100 subscribers, we are looking to raise our lowly 720p stream to a 1080p stream so you can see our beautiful faces more clearly. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks so much for watching. And until next time, take care.